see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. With over 2,000 exhibitors, Pack Expo Las Vegas could be a daunting endeavor as a first-time attendee or even someone who has been down this road before. Preparation is king for trade shows. Consider today's episode of Public Service as we sit down with Irvin Hardy, a senior engineer from Procter & Gamble. Hardy walks us through how he prepares for Pack Expo how he executes his plan once he arrives at the show, and even includes an invaluable tip on just how important the last day of a trade show is if handled correctly. Let's have a listen. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome to the podcast, Irvin. How you doing? Thank you. Oh, I'm doing great, and uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here with us to sort of talk about the show. And I guess to kick things off, before you even start planning for the show or even know that you're going to be attending pack expo what do you what do you gather together on your end regarding projects or potential projects that you know you might have that in the pipeline down the road how do you sort of prepare for that ahead of time we typically have a a list of uh current project needs that we have uh some of it's uh adding on capacity some of it's new to the world um, so we look at those project lists and see what equipment that, uh, we need to be looking at. Uh, we also look at the pipeline and see what's upstream mm -hmm. for project needs. Um, we're always pushing the limit on, uh, capacity and throughput and quality. So we, we just want to make sure we, we, we can capture or see what's out there for us to look at. <clears throat> and we're also looking for opportunities for, um, the, the biggest trend now is like e-commerce, um, customization, uh, sustainability. Uh, I mentioned reliability, but uh, mm -hmm. a lot of the staffing uh, issues that come around with COVID, we're looking at how can we have savings and staffing reduction and, um, and digital and uh, the AIs that are coming up. But uh, we just kind of look at everything that, that's, that we can benefit from. And it, that's what I was going to say. So you have projects and you have potential projects, but you're also leaving open the idea that there's a bunch of different, and you ran down a laundry list of opportunities and topics that are out there that you know you're going to stumble upon as you go across the show floor. Well, yeah, in this show, I mean, it's, it's so many equipment vendors and all, and uh, it's just nice to see what's uh, being innovative and new to the world and what people are offering. Uh, there's always something new at these shows. It's very beneficial. So you kind of have your formal idea of the projects, and you know how you're going to 
you know, what things you want to hit on. How do you l- utilize some of the tools that I guess PMMI provides, whether it's my show planner or the game plan, things like that to sort of prepare yourself. So you're not just, you know, stumbling in on day one and trying to put together visiting 2000 different booths. I kind of take a look at all the vendors that are, are have signed up to uh, present and be at the show. And then I, I get online and do like the game plan um, by particular areas. Like if I need a particular hacking equipment, like a cartner or a converter or labeler or whatever, I kind of look at all the vendors and, and highlight them and develop the game plan. PMMI is very good at providing that list of stuff and they actually send um you know the printed copy of the game plan one other thing that i look at is a lot of the uh, innovation sessions for training a lot about what's going on and what's new to the world by attending some of those sessions a little bit of pre-work really makes it flow a lot better awesome and i and i'm and i think that's something for our listeners to to, to remember to take advantage of the the my show planner and the game planner things that that are going to help you ahead of time sort of know, again, because when you can get there and there's 2,000 exhibitors, it can be a little bit overwhelming for people. So I guess the show arrives for you, and, you know, you wake up, you have your breakfast, you, you, your coffee, you're ready to go. Do you have a plan for each day? Is it a little bit loose? Like, how exactly do you approach the actual, you know, now I'm on the show floor and this is how I'm going to do it? Well, there, there's two, two approaches. One, if, if I um, only have a couple of days, mm-hmm. I pick and choose what vendors I want to go see quickly. But if I'm going to stay the whole show, like in Chicago, four days and Las Vegas for three days, I normally take the first day, maybe two days and just do a quick tour of the floor looking at the vendors and looking what's out there with the suppliers. And I'm just kind of focusing on what's new, what's out-of-the-box technology, taking a look at vendors and comparing them one to the other from simplicity and, and just the simple designs that they have. And it's a good opportunity to just compare the vendors and suppliers side-by-side side where you can see them that you don't normally get to see on an uh, everyday basis. And then as the show sort of goes about do you do you have a plan for follow-up to that the work plan or the um the plan that i have i kind of take that and and mark the vendors and also make a list of the vendors and suppliers that i didn't know or didn't see or that are new you know we're looking for long-term relationships and um what they can offer but then i i make that list so i can come back and talk to them uh at, at the end of the show so perfect so then you indicated, as you just said, that you like to circle back on the last day for more conversations. Is that just people that you've touched base with? Or like you said, is there potential brand new ones in there? Do you have them sort of rated out saying, this is someone I have to talk to on the last day? And this is someone, you know, if I have time, I'm going to talk to on the last day. How do you go about organizing that? On the first First couple of days of the show, it's kind of a lot of people. And uh, the last couple of days of the show, it gives you more opportunity to have more in-depth discussions with the vendors. I actually make an effort to see the vendors that I normally deal with in a non-problem area, give them feedback, see what they got to offer. Just a general discussion. They ask how things are going. And it's good to like develop that long-term relationship. But then I go look at new vendors, see you know what they have to offer around throughput, quality, cost, uh, design, you know, not just selling me a piece of equipment, but I want the long-term relationship to help install it, start up, and support it for the life of the equipment. You know, schedule, cost, safety requirements, all that stuff is very important, and it's a good opportunity to talk to the 
vendors when you're not committed due to due diligence to make sure it's a fit between both of us. And it also sounds like you can kind of earmark vendors that you might not need now, but perhaps something down the road you could use. A lot of times we look at equipment, say e-commerce, and we look at it from like a tier one, tier two, and tier three where we may not need that max output in the beginning. And we start out small and then we go to a, a higher throughput and then the third is another throughput. So it's nice to see all the vendors and what they offer from a cost perspective and throughput. And it just gives you a good chance to compare vendors and equipment and see what really fits your need at this point in time. All our products don't sell at max capacity right in the beginning so a lot of them start out small but i want to know when when i do need next capacity i know what vendors to go to that's interesting for planning down the road i hadn't taken that, that into consideration okay so so now three days on the show floor you've put your legwork in when the show's over how do you go about handling your post-show follow-up and is it something that you jump right into as soon as the show's over do you take a couple days to sort of organize your thoughts current projects needs uh, we normally start the conversation really quickly uh, follow-up meetings calls uh, sometimes that vendor will visit our site or we visit their site or if they have equipment in another customer that allow us to come in and look at it we visit them start reviewing the specs and requirements around cost schedule safety throughput design reliability after all that we go for a budgetary quote and we normally get three budgetary quotes for same like equipment to see what value to add and then it just moves to the next level of funding once we uh, have a fit between us so when you identify vendors and stuff on the show floor you can turn this around relatively quickly for your for the needs that you might have on a on a project uh, upstream sometimes that takes a little bit longer because we are developing new products and new packaging and all and we have to develop the package to fit the vendor and a lot of times the vendor will provide input on the package design which adds that partnership and it adds uh, where we don't have to go back and do a lot of rework in the end with the vendor they're in it from the beginning of the design Mm-hmm. So it makes it a lot easier to transition and the equipment works a lot better. Oh, yeah, that's that that sounds perfect. And and the, the whole approach that you have from from pre to to during the show to after the show really sounds like a a, a highly intelligent way to to tackle something again as daunting as Pack Expo can be for someone that hasn't been there before, but you've you seem to be a veteran of this and have really put together a pretty good plan. Well, I would say the show offers a a chance for you to look at all the equipment. You know, where I don't have to get on the phone and keep asking questions where I can't see it. Uh, you can actually see it and talk to the person in person, and that develops that relationship versus on the phone. You know, you don't know really what they're offering or what they're they're talking about. But you know, in a picture or a demonstration is is worth that thousand words. I'm just it just had so much value to see it awesome and that's a good that's a good way to put a button on how important it is to attend these trade shows so i want to thank you Irvin, for taking time out of your busy day i know to come on here and from what i understand this was your first podcast and you did an excellent excellent job of uh of sort of laying out there what we need to do if we're an attendee uh attending pack expo las vegas so thanks again for coming on here with thank us. you please rate review and subscribe to do that Go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.